Has no patience, look at his face and in his eyes He's been waiting, he's been way bound to the die Always taking chances, all those conversations Don't know if I'll make it, don't know why he even tries Say, oh, I am a believer Welcome to episode 42 of Raising the Nuts. We're your hosts, Jody and Trevor. This is a podcast about mental health. What the hell is it about? <laughs> Parenting, nutrition, <laughs> poker, raising kids in an unconventional lifestyle. From now on, I'll just do the intro and we can just get it over with. We just need to record one. No, that's stupid. You don't You don't want to pre-fabricate it. I don't feel the need to say the same thing every single... Like, obviously, like, saying what episode we're on, whatever, that's fine. But, like, saying what it's about every single time. Well, the, but the people who are tuning in for the first time, maybe, you know, they want to know what it's about. Okay, so can't you just do it, like, every few episodes? Oh, maybe. I don't know how it works. <laughs> we need to read a book about podcasts if we're going to keep doing this, I guess. We're, I mean, we're 42 episodes in. No looking back now. Mm-mm. All right, so... I want to tell you a few things. Okay. Are you blindsiding me right now? No, well, not really. I went on a hike today with Cameron. I knew that. Yeah. What the heck was that? (laughs) I don't know. In typical Cam fashion, (laughs) Mm -hmm. she, you know, packs a bag. Obviously. Today, she packed an Alice in Wonderland lounge flag lounge lounge fly bag Mm. from modernpinup.com. So this is going to lead right into our ad read here perfectly. So modernpinup.com, you can get... uh, Disney products and a bunch of other cool purses and things like that. And this one... But it's not just Disney. Pr- you keep saying Disney. Like okay. you're fixated on Disney. Well, people like Disney. Loungefly makes purses and backpacks and wallets and things like that that are... They do have Disney, but mm-hmm. then they have like Marvel and there's Harry Potter and there's all kinds of characters. Okay. Well, this one was an Alice in Wonderland uh lounge fly bag and i can guarantee that when these people made this bag they were not thinking that somebody would take it into the woods with them (laughs) but you know cam did and it was full of all kinds of goodies i told her not to take it but she said daddy said i could pack a bag so this is what we're going to get into with our discussion but first of all if you go to modernpinup.com you can get 10 percent off your order with the promo code nuts Mm -hmm. at checkout it's also free shipping and it's our friend rod's business so so help support him i don't know if he wanted to say his name but or not but now we just did so it's a difference whatever no big deal uh, yeah. So check that out, and uh, thank, thanks for modernpinup.com for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> but anyway, so getting into the discussion, we went on this hike, and I felt like this hike that we just did, we were out there in the woods for like an hour and a half, was a microcosm of Cam's brain. <laughs> because, and, and how to deal with her. We know Last week we talked about the ADHD mm-hmm. and, and dealing with the ADHD, and the way she operates, her brain moves so fast from thing to thing. And it goes so fast from, I'm really enjoying this, to now I'm bored, mm-hmm. to now I need something else to do. And it's so funny. I wish I could have a, have the the walk transcribed mm-hmm. so you could see how many questions she asked and how much. And all the kids, I've taken the kids on hikes, each of the kids on hikes in the, over the last couple of days. And they've always asked a, a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. But her, hers goes so rapidly, she doesn't even give you a chance to answer them a lot of times. Um, but, you know, she... The things that I was trying to do while we were on the hike, and I think it's things that we need to do in the house, she needs to feel that control, right? Mm-hmm. She wants to feel like she's in control. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she starts to get bored with something, she can get very frustrated or angry because of that boredom. Mm-hmm. So I was allowing her to feel like she was in control. She was the navigator. Okay. And anytime she got bored, I tried to dig into like the sensory perception. So I'd be like, did you hear that bird? 
where I had her pick up like a stick. I was like, let's find walking sticks. Mm -hmm. And then she felt like the walking stick and it seemed to snap her back out of it. And so I think that's something that we need to work on in the house with recognizing when she's feeling those emotions and then distracting through senses. So Mm -hmm. what do you think about that? I think that makes sense. It's hard for me to do that stuff in the moment because I get just as, just as frustrated as she does. Yeah. And then everything shuts off. And so it's, um, you know, like sitting here talking about it and thinking about it. I can think all day about how to handle a situation differently the next time and what I should do. But then when the time comes, I get really frustrated and everything shuts down. And then, you know, I'm just like, just like her. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to know, I think... If you were to show a timeline of when the worst events happen, they're almost always towards the end of the day when everyone is more worn down because you can only take so much of the same question over and over again or just frustration throughout, whatever. And then on the flip side of that, she's also you know gone through an entire day. She's going to be tired. She might be have, have been outside running around. Um, but I, guess, I think kind of bridging the gap to the next topic that we were talking about, we were saying that we're going to mention or talk about how we have started to ease things a little bit from a mental health standpoint yeah. uh, on the quarantine. So you want to talk about that? Um, so Cam has just been begging since the weather warmed up because, you know, it's finally we're finally having nice days here in New Jersey. And Cam has been begging to go out front on her bike, which we were not allowing her to do originally because we didn't want her to interact with people because she just doesn't quite understand everything and just to say okay don't interact with anybody don't come near them don't do this don't do that doesn't really make a difference for cam Mm -hmm. she'll do it anyway so we were confining them to the backyard they were allowed to go outside as much as they wanted as long as they stayed in the backyard um but so we finally started letting her ride her bike as long as she wore a mask and then often we'd send ava out with her so that you know, she has a little bit of supervision because Ava will rat on her in a hot second. So we would know what was going on. <clears throat> so we started letting her go outside more and more. That seems to be like all she really wants. Um, and then, you know, then she has friends that are that live. We, we live on it's just one street. Our neighborhood is just made of one street. So we have friends that live on the street. And obviously she's going to be near them when she goes outside. She's not going to ignore them and pretend like they don't exist. That's all she really wants is to see her friends. So on Friday, I went out there to get some fresh air. It was really nice out. It was a really beautiful day. So I went out to get some fresh air and um, Andrew's been riding his bike more. So I ride, I don't ride, I walk with him. When ride he his rides. bike? Yeah. I walk with him when he rides his bike because he's still trying to he, never, he didn't really ride his bike too often before, so this is like, he's getting the hang of it. He's using training wheels, obviously, but he's just getting the hang of it now and whatever. So he always wants somebody to be with him. So I walked down there, and, and um, one of our neighbors was outside. And so I ended up sitting and chatting with her for like seven hours. It was crazy. And we were outside, which, you know, so first of all, you're outside in the fresh air. You are in the sunshine where you're getting vitamin D. Um, I don't like, that's the two main things there, I guess, but, but you're not like in an enclosed space where everything is just like all the germs are just surrounding you and whatever. And we weren't like obviously 
talking in each other's faces or you anything. You didn't kiss or anything? No, we did not. Okay. <laughs> in, my, in my dreams, you did. <laughs> okay. Well, we didn't. Um, but then it was, it was a really hot day that day. So the kids ended up going swimming. She has a beautiful backyard, beautiful pool. So they went swimming. Again, they're not on top of each other. They're just playing. And it was a nice day. It ended up being a really nice day. There wasn't a lot of fighting. They just had a good time outside. And I think it was really, really good for Cam's mental health to be out there. By the time the, the day was winding down, then an argument ensued and we had to go inside. Because Ava and Cameron started arguing and I had to like chase Cam out of a retention pond. There's no water in it or anything. It's, it's so, like totally dry land. But I had to get her out of there and take her home because she was getting really angry. So, um, but overall, like the, the whole day there was really nice. I got a terrible sunburn from sitting out there, but I don't, it didn't hurt and I don't care because I know people are, you know, they're very quick to probably attack me for not wearing sunscreen, but whatever. I stay sheltered from the sun at all times. You do. I've been actively using sunscreen much more often. I was really bad in the past, but I just, I actually went outside in my workout clothes with no intention of staying out there for a long period of time. I did not intend to stay out there until it was almost dark outside, but I did, and I had it was a great day. I don't regret it at all, and we had a really nice day. So then they went out um, for the second time. Like then they went out the next day, and again playing with their friends, seeing the neighbors, and whatever. So we keep our distance for the most part, um, and we're, we're always outside. I told her that she's not allowed to go in anybody's houses. Don't knock on anybody's doors. If they're out there, you can talk to them. If not, then you just ride your bike or whatever. And if they're not swimming or running through a sprinkler, then they should have their mask on. And that's how we're sort of handling that. So getting some in-person social interaction, for sure, helping with the mental health. I think getting outside just in general definitely helps. Like you mentioned, the positive aspects that I've gone hiking now three times. I took each kid out one different time. And definitely having that nice uh, break in the day. But it does cause... Not not an issue, but it's it's interesting how I have to approach things in my schedule mm-hmm. because when when you play, you know, I play in a small player pool, so there's only so many games that are running at a time, especially in PLO. And so today, what happened was, you know, I I played an early session, and then I said, okay, I'm going to take a break here because I want to make sure I get Cam out on a hike today. Mm-hmm. So I just left the computer. And when I got back after two hours, there were several games going. Mm-hmm. And I, what happened was it's called, uh, it's a term that I coined many years ago, which is called, I got Bruno Mars. Do you know what that means? <laughs> no, I, I got Bruno Mars. So this is a great poker term for any of you guys out there. If you get Bruno Mars, it means you get locked out of heaven, <laughs> which means that you're, you're not in, you can't get in the game. The game is full and it's very unlikely in a small player pool it's very unlikely that anybody that's in the game is going to leave and if the person if one of the per- people leaves it's most likely the game's just going to break so that's what happened i got back and i couldn't get in the game and then eventually that that person lost all their money and then then i then the game broke and the game was done mm. and so that's the difficult thing about these small player pools is there's a lot of time that i might not be actively playing Mm -hmm. but i just need to be around the computer i need to have a computer around me or be around and be ready to go Mm -hmm. mentally ready to go so that's challenging and trying to figure it out and you know i have to be okay with obviously just going to miss some of the games sometimes some days you know i put in a lot of hours 
other days and that's fine. And so it's just kind of striking that balance, figuring out how to, uh, you know, find the right approach for that. Mm-hmm. The tough thing, other th- tough thing for me too, is like once I'm done for the day, I just want to be done. So I don't look at the computer at all. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like breaking things up. You know, if I play like a four hour session and then take a break for a while and then come back and I can't get in that game. And then next thing you know, it's six o'clock, then my day's just over. I'm yeah. not going to, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, some of the things going on. And uh, <laughs> you got to stop doing that. You're I'm not g- doing what you think I'm doing. So leave me alone. Okay. What do you think? What do I think you're doing? You think that I'm peeling my skin off of my fingers and I'm not. And why do you peel your skin off your fingers? It's a it's a terrible habit that I don't even realize I'm doing a lot of the time. So it's, it's an ADHD oriented habit, right? Yeah. It's actually, they talk about it in the book. I've okay. done it my whole life. I chew on the inside of my mouth too. Just They talk about that too. Well, let's transition back to the, the book then because you've read some more chapters since last week, right? I have. And uh, do you want to talk about any of the chapters you read or things that you thought about? The book that we're talking about, if you didn't join us last week, uh, which is a book about ADHD by Dr. Gabor Mate called Scattered. Mm-hmm. And uh, so do you want to talk about anything that you you can recall right now? Or am I putting you on the spot and I should talk about something else for a little bit? Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. I mean, today, the, the chapter that I read today, because I try to read at least one chapter each day. Uh-huh. And so the chapter that I read today was about um, attachment and attunement. Attachment and attunement. Yeah. And what do they mean? Well, um, I know what attachment is. Right. Attunement is just like the, where they talk about like uh, newborns and their mothers and like how you have that bond with your mother and the gaze thing, like breaking the gaze. This is, this is where he talks about that, mm-hmm. where, you know, if you're looking in each other's eyes and then the mom turns her head and looks at something else, then um, that can cause like, you know, emotional trauma in a sense for the baby. Or also um, the other thing they talk about too is, if you're um, gazing at each other again and the baby turns away, sometimes the mom will try to, like, get their attention back or whatever, and they don't let their system cool off, which is why baby's looking away. Baby wants to, like, cool off a little bit, let the sensory system cool down. And when they don't allow it, it can, like, screw things up. So if you have a newborn and the baby looks away for a little bit, you shouldn't try to get her attention back. She's just trying to, like, take a break. Um, so it talks about like all kinds of stuff like that. But I, I was telling you this morning that I felt sad because um, when it was talking about like newborns and stuff, I have like vivid memories of when Ava was a newborn, you know, mm-hmm. like very specific scenarios and whatever. And the same for Andrew. But when I was thinking about it, I, I don't have that with Cam and I don't know why that is. Um, and I don't know if part of it is because when Cam was born, we did not post any pictures on social media. We stopped posting pictures of the kids around that time um, just because we didn't want our kids on social media. And so there's no there's no trace of Cam on social media as a baby. Right. And I don't know if it's like the pictures of Ava and Andrew that help me relate stories and help me remember things or whatever, even though there's definitely times that I remember with Ava that are not in pictures and maybe it's just because she was my firstborn and so whatever but but I need to um I have a laptop that's just been in our basement for a really, a really long time and I need to turn it on because I think that's where all the pictures are so when Cam was a baby um my all my pictures were on my phone and we were in Vegas and I set my brand new my phone was like two days old I set it down in a bathroom in the Cosmopolitan and I went right back inside to get it, and it was gone. 
and I never got it back and my stuff wasn't backed up or anything. So I lost a lot of pictures of Ava and Cam together when Cam was a newborn and it was like really devastating to me. But I do think that I have a bunch of pictures on that laptop so I need to pull it up. But then we, uh, we were talking about Cam's newborn pictures because for some reason, as I was sitting there thinking about it, she just turned around and looked at the newborn pictures. I didn't say anything out loud about it or anything. But she turned around and started talking about the newborn pictures and said, why is Ava on a bench and why am I on towels and whatever. So then we were talking about the pictures and then I started having memories of getting the pictures taken that day. And so, you know, I have that and I'm sure that if, if me and you sat down and you said, well, remember the time that blah, 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 everything would come flooding back. But just right now to try to think of like stories of her as a newborn, I think that I used to nurse her in the, we had that L-shaped couch. And I used to like put myself in the corner of the L-shaped couch and sit there and nurse her. And I'm, I'm like 99% certain that was her. Cause I think we still had that couch when we had Andrew too, but I think that's where I would sit in that. Cause I'd like cozy up in the corner and then you couldn't get me out of there because it wasn't that easy to climb out. Remember the time we were at Hooters and we put Cam in the, the car well, seat and she that. fell over. I sure do. And that was awful. That might've been it. But she was strapped in. She didn't go yeah, anywhere. Yeah, she was on um, yeah, I mean, so have, have you reached any solutions or things no, that you can that, do to start working? No, that's in the um, the later chapters of the book. I'm still in, I think the book is separated in three parts, and okay. I'm still in part one, even though I'm like 10 chapters in. Right, okay. But you did get, you did pick up a couple of workbooks, right? I did. You did it, you got an ADHD workbook and a CBT workbook, a CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. But they're for kids. For They're kids, right? For kids. And cognitive behavioral therapy is what I went through when I first had my panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what was suggested to me by friends who are in the field, and uh, it was very helpful to me for sure. Um, so I'm interested to see once you guys start working. And you brought the workbook up to her, right? You did that, the discussion you had with her. That was was that after this podcast? I think it was last week, right? Yeah. So you had that discussion with her about ADHD well I just read the book to her okay because it it goes through it's written for kids and it has activities in there to like help you learn about it and whatever so it gives a full description of what ADHD is it goes through symptoms to try to determine which type you are and all this stuff so we went through everything because she was like what is this and you know we like cozied up in my bed and and read it um but we went through the list of symptoms and her little face because she was just she was laying on my shoulder and as she was looking at it all of a sudden when I was done reading everything she sort of like very slowly looked up at me with this look on her face like holy crap (laughs) and she just said they just described me and I'm like yeah they did so then you know she was asking me well who else has it in the family so she's and it's not enough for me just to say me right she has to like list everybody well how about daddy no how about Ava no how about Andrew no and like she'll start listing everybody so then I just have to go through and tell her like okay it's me it's Nan it's you and you know so on and so forth so um she seemed really interested in it and as we went through the pages she was you know doing the work and and everything but then we I tried to work on it with her one day when she was angry and and it happened to be a page where you were supposed to try to pick out things that maybe you need to work on um, as opposed to the things that you're really good at because we had just done that page. Mm-hmm. And so she was just like, there was all these things where um, she definitely needs to work on them and she was just like, 
no, I'm good. No, I'm good. But she was really angry. Right. So, but the CBT workbook, um, Ava asked if she could also go through it with us too because Ava, uh, you know, we don't talk about it much, but Ava's a pretty anxious kid herself. Right. So it's just a matter of, again, putting a schedule together that you guys can sit down and do this every day. And I mentioned today, and I think this is really important, that we figure out how to, each of us, but definitely you for sure, with Cam, do at least one one-on-one activity per day, even if it's just like a quick five-minute activity to show that it's hard to do five-minute activities, I understand. <laughs> but I mean, if it's just something simple, like, I don't know, just something simple. I know, I know you can't is, make anything simple. Yeah, there is nothing simple when it comes to Cam. Everything turns into like, you know, it's like a snowball effect with everything. It's right. just like, you know, oh, Cam, let's color a picture. And that turns into like building a full cardboard box house. Yeah. So. Yeah. she. So it's it was funny being on that hike and seeing her little mind work because, you know, she wanted to get out paper and formulate a game plan of how to get out of the woods. And she wanted to like write out this whole map. I'm like, Cam, we can't really do that right here because, you know, we can't really sit. So I'm trying to balance. It's constantly, you're just constantly trying to balance with her between not shutting her down completely, but you, she takes things so far off the rails mm-hmm. so, so often, but you still want to make sure she feels like she has that control because if not, then it turns to anger. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go through this whole process. So I just thought that being out in the woods was so funny to see how that all just plays out over and over and over again with her. Um, and it was good. I think she really enjoyed being out there. And she kept saying, like, I love nature. I want to, my ne- the next time I change my room around, I wanted to have a nature room. Yeah, that's what she told me. Although she did tell me that she wanted to remove her ceiling and make it glass. Yeah, I told her that was a wonderful idea. <laughs> because that's the thing. Like, she comes up with all these ideas. And she's, I feel like a lot of times she feels like she's, she, I think she feels used to being shot down. Yeah. Because her ideas are often so unrealistic and not possible. Mm-hmm. But it's you have, to, you have to have that gentle touch to be able to encourage her to continue sharing these grand ideas and not just shutting her down and saying you can't do that while saying you can't do that. It's <laughs> that it's that. And that's where when it gets to the end of the day and she has the, you know, the 756th idea of the day mm-hmm. and she just needs to go to sleep. Where it become then and then you know it's like no you can't do that and then she's like well geez mm-hmm. and you know it's just she also has a really hard time cleaning up her messes so mm. you know she has these ideas and that's like some of them are fine but I know what's going to be the end product of her little quest that she's on <laughs> and I'm gonna get stuck cleaning it up. She's is the word precocious? I think that's the word. <laughs> I don't know. Precocious. We'll, we'll look that one up too. Uh, all right, so let's see. I, I had another thought. Oh, I got to tell you this. Okay. Oh, you're looking up precocious. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, of a child having developed certain abilities or proclivities at an earlier age than usual. Indicative of early development. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> She's something. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, usually unusually advanced or mature in development, okay. especially mental development. Well, so anyway, <laughs> uh Today, do you know that today is the 15-year anniversary of me starting to play poker for a living? No, I did not know that. I didn't know that either until Raj. I know that? I didn't, I didn't know that either until Raj sent me my LinkedIn account showing that I started working. I graduated from Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Well, not officially graduated, but I left Rutgers May 18th. Graduated? What do you mean? I didn't graduate that right then. What, oh. happened, what had happened was... Well, you made it sound like you did not graduate. 
Well, I did eventually. Go, I didn't like walk or anything. But what happened was like six weeks before we were supposed to be done school, my counselor called me into the office and was like, <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you never completed this one course. And I was like, are you serious? Like, why are you just telling me this now? Like, how, how do you not tell me? <laughs> so I couldn't officially graduate at that time. And when I moved down to Atlantic City to play poker for a living, I moved right from I was living in New Brunswick. I moved right down to Margate, New Jersey, where my aunt had a condo and she let me stay at. And I had to enroll in a one night class <laughs> in the summer after I was graduating. Mm-hmm. And it was a political science class of some kind or a history class or something. I don't remember. But I had to go to every class. Mm-hmm. And this was new to me because <laughs> I had never gone to any classes. So Tuesday and Thursday nights, I had to go into this class at Atlantic Cape Community College. <laughs> and I actually really enjoyed the class. And it was the only A I got in college the entire oh time. God. And then I, you know, I, I graduated. I wasn't allowed to. I didn't graduate. What? Yeah. And because I didn't officially graduate until October. That's stupid. Yeah. Although it did push my student loans back a little bit. So that was good. I 100% walked when I graduated. I was there. Yes, you were there. I was like, yes, I did this. I graduated college and I am walking. (laughs) I remember thinking, I wonder if she's going to let me come to this. (laughs) And then you were like, yeah, you can come. I'm like, okay, good. Because this was, this was now, so that would be 13 years ago. And around this time. Yeah. Holy crap. 13 years ago. Yeah. I graduated college. I was just trying to think of like, what was it, inside? Was it in the, it must have been in the, um, the DAC Center. I just remember taking pictures outside. I don't remember where it was. I remember lining up in my, like, my college, the College of Information Systems, like, you know, the building. The nerd college. (laughs) That's a really funny joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to write that one in my diary. All right. But anyway, um, but I'm pretty sure that we... The um, gym is called the Deck at Drexel, mm-hmm. and so I think that that's where it was. Okay. I don't remember. That's <laughs> awful. It was definitely inside. I remember going up onto the stage. I feel like it had to be at the Deck because where else would you have a large enough? Yeah. Although it wasn't, it was not the entire university that was graduating that day. It was just like, I think just a couple college, or maybe it was even just my college that was graduating that day because it's a pretty big school. Gotcha. So yeah, so... 15 years since I started playing poker for a living. That's crazy. And I feel like if I didn't, there was never any time that I didn't think that I would, wouldn't make it, but it was, it's crazy to think about all the different things that had to happen for me to continue still playing for a living. And it's obviously it's putting in a lot of work and, but there's been so much luck involved in it. That's not just winning poker hands. Mm -hmm. It's way more about the opportunities that I got because of where we lived completely where we lived. Yeah. You know, like, obviously I played online before Black Friday, but then when Black Friday happened, uh, you know, a lot of my friends lived in places where you couldn't play live poker. Right. For me, I had played live poker a bunch before that, and then Parks Casino had just opened up six months before, mm-hmm. which is crazy, that that convergence of things to happen. Right. That's a brand new market, basically, to hop into and, and play live poker in. And then when that had started to kind of go downhill a little bit, not from my game perspective, but like from people not coming to play as much. Mm-hmm. New Jersey Online pops up like right then. Yeah. And it's just crazy the opportunities. And you know, I feel like I I've done a lot over the last six or seven years to really make sure I was taking advantage of the opportunities and that and that I'm really proud of because I feel like before Black Friday I was definitely more I don't even know if it's lazy, but it's just like you 
I would win a certain amount and be like, okay, I'm good. Now mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm just going to keep going as hard as I can until, until I can't. Yeah, I was just thinking the other day actually about um, before we lived in this house, we lived in apartments down the road. And, you know, your office was just in the living room. You just had a desk and a computer just sitting in the living room. <laughs> and at the time it didn't really matter because it was just me, you, and Ava. Uh-huh. And even we lived there before we had Ava too. But I was just thinking about, like, what the heck would you be doing right now in quarantine if your office, like, if you didn't really have an office and it was just in the living room or, like, in an open space where the kids are screaming and running free? Yeah, no, I don't think it Actually, someone, <laughs> uh, one of my friends asked if I considered getting an office out of the house at all because of the, the noise of the kids or whatever. Um, but, and my response actually was, well, first of all, I don't think it's worth it monetarily speaking. Mm-hmm. And I also think that, you know, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but, you know, that I tend to, I feel like I tend to lose big pots when the kids are crazy in the house or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think that's also, like I said, I think it's just like confirmation bias where I just, or whatever you want to call it, where I just remember hearing the kids. But my response also was that the way that I react to losing hands or the way that I react to the noise in the house Mm -hmm. has far more to do with me than it does to do with the noise. So I think I'm better, better served focusing on improving my mental game through meditation and eating the right food, sleeping, all that stuff. And then when things are going poorly and I hear this noise in the background, well, it's on me to be conscious enough that to recognize like the noise is, is whatever, you know, I, yeah. I know that it's not great for my mental, my ability to focus sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's more so because if I'm not locked in and I have the noise, then that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. It was interesting. Uh, the other day, well, that was yesterday, wasn't it? Yes. Yesterday, I don't know I, what you're talking about. Okay, so yesterday morning, I had a really great situation present itself. And when great situations present themselves, I tend to really try to super lock in. Mm-hmm. And when I super lock in, I often become uh, unaware of my posture and mm. my breathing. Mm. And so this is something for you guys out there that may have transitioned into playing online poker. Uh, if you're trying to seriously play online poker, like for a living, and you're doing it on like the phone apps, and you're laying in your bed playing on the phone app and you're trying to make a living at it, it's not going to, you're not going to do it. It's, I'm telling you right now, you're just not going to do it. So you need to have a good setup. You need to have a place where you can sit and uh, be focused mm-hmm. and pay attention to your posture. When you're losing, I guarantee you that your posture is going to be bad. You're going to be kind of slouched over. You're not going to be breathing. And if you're, or also if you're super locked in, the same thing that's what happened yesterday. You're not going to be breathing? You're not going to be breathing properly. <laughs> Like you're going to forget like this, a friend of mine, this actually happens to often and, and he gets like acid reflux because of it. he doesn't, he forgets to take breaths. And that causes acid reflux. Yeah. He has like a whole issue happening there. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. He, he's a little special. I want to call also. BS on that one. I don't Whatever. He's a little special, but generally speaking for me, like what happened yesterday, I was like super tense and not focusing on my breathing and posture and then when i was done i just had tension headaches Mm -hmm. and that can happen to you you know when you're staring at a screen for a long time too so i would say as some just general advice for you guys out there that are transitioning into playing online is to make sure that you have a good situation where you can play in peace focus on your posture if you can get a standing desk definitely get a standing desk go back and forth between sitting and standing take frequent breaks Uh, all those things are really important to to, to win at online poker because you can have the, you know, uh, it's not like live poker online. You can have a, a 15 minute stretch that can wreck your week, could wreck your month. 
and you know take away a lot of the profits that you'd have uh, otherwise. So you can also wear blue light blocking glasses while you stare at a screen all day long. Yeah, those those help sometimes for me. Other times I feel like uh, they for some reason they feel like they get me unfocused or something. There's sometimes where I'm okay with it, and then other times where it's just like a that's weird, Trevor. It's you know what it is. I know what it is. I exist. <laughs> no, in, what is it? <laughs> because I exist in the matrix. Okay. When I'm, when I'm like for, for the vast majority of the time that I'm really focused on what I'm doing, um, in like a matrix like situation where, what does that have to do with putting a pair of blue light blocking glasses on? I don't know. I don't know either. All right. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where we got to that topic at. All right. Do you have, tell me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just ease you into the next topic since I don't know if you have anything on your mind that you want to talk about. I just about. had a quick question for you. Yes, go. Um, you know, you were talking about your mental game and things that you need to do. So I was just curious how your eating was going since you were complaining last. Uh, my eating's been great. I feel pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I've been making a lot of meals. Uh-huh. And uh, I feel good. Have you been eating any sugar? I have had one scoop of ice cream. Like, not one scoop. One little tidbit of ice cream. T- define a tidbit of a ice tidbit cream. A tidbit is like half of a spoonful. A half of a spoonful. Yes. Okay. Half of a spoonful Maybe of ice like cream a, per night. a morsel of ice cream. Morsel of ice cream, yes. Uh-huh. And on Saturday, I had a s'more. Yeah. That's it, though. You haven't eaten anything else that might... Like, you didn't eat pizza last night. Oh, I had pizza, but that was... request. That was friggin' delicious. Oh, it was. I made it. Yeah. It was amazing. It was my, like, my best pizza yet. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been, uh, especially poker-wise, really locked in. I feel like I've been pretty locked in on my... Uh, child parent interactions i feel very happy that's good i do i'm gonna have two different topics we can go on i do i'm starting to feel i do am starting to feel is that a word (laughs) or sentence sounds like your mental game is great right now (laughs) Uh, i am starting to feel like i think i mentioned this last week the urge to go somewhere Mm -hmm. but then i think about it i'm like well if we go somewhere we're just gonna be doing the same thing we can't but new scenery new scenery sure yeah so i have a couple different things in mind that i would like to explore i want to i want to give this next wave a chance to see what happens as people start to reopen mm-hmm. see if it's if there's going to be more calls for concern now that things are reopening uh-huh. if it doesn't seem to escalate any further then i think i'd be up for a trip somewhere and i have looked up flight prices and they are cheap really i thought they were more expensive right cheap now. we can go to san diego california for that's andrew's birthday flight. still that's a long flight though. that's a long flight <laughs> we can go there for like a thousand dollars for the entire family. We we we've never that's never been that cheap. Wait, does that include the like we have companion passes and stuff? Yeah, it, it it's that? actually no, it's less than a thousand dollars. It'd be six hundred dollars, but it's actually be free because we have points for anyway. So which we haven't used. Listen, don't sit here on the podcast and tell me about going to San Diego, California for our son's birthday when you're just getting my hopes up. Well, I'm saying I think we should see how things play out. Mm-hmm. And then that's an opportunity, a possibility, you know. Our house is in, our house in Florida is not rented out at all. That's also very cheap to go there, and we have points for that too. Um, and then the other option is driving. Uh, our friends have places in Vermont that we could definitely stay at because they're trying to, to, to book those places, and I wouldn't mind staying up there and beautiful nature and stuff. But So I'm definitely – I love grinding every day, and – I'm all good with that. Like I and I'm I'm really happy saving a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I definitely foresee in the next month or two if things get better, needing like a four or five day trip somewhere where it can just zone out. Not like I don't even want to look at a screen the entire time. I just want to chill, meditate, um, 
we'll like lock the kids in one room somewhere <laughs> and you know we go to the house in florida and lock them upstairs where it's separate separate entrance and everything yeah that's not a bad the idea the tenant's not in there right now yeah, so i like it but um i don't know if you see um fireman scott's um instagram stories uh-huh but they're in Colorado. Okay. And some of the stuff that he is showing on there is amazing. Oh, in Colorado. Oh, my God. Guess what? We amazing. have friends in Colorado. We do. But it's, like, unreal. I don't... He's... I know he... I forget the name of the place, but he said it's the... Um, he put in quotes the Switzerland of the United States. Okay. And it... Like, the scenery around it was unbelievable. He was showing this waterfall that was just, like, holy crap, how does that... How's that made? That is so nuts. All right, so Colorado on the list. Yeah, well, yeah, we've been there before. I love Colorado. Yeah, I. Uh, all right, so other topic that I was going to discuss was you've gone a week now in your full workout plan here. You're doing the tone it up workout plan, right? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? The same. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I feel good that I made it through the first week. It was six days on and then one day off. And I stuck to the thing. I didn't miss anything. And I am actually on day 27 or something of the squat challenge. So it's all, it's actually almost over. It's 30 days. Although we've added an extra day in here because Amy, I think, messed up. Okay. <laughs> so, but so technically I had yesterday off and I was supposed to go today and tomorrow and then be done. But now they're saying take a second rest day, I guess, to some of the people. But I'm just going to... Because they, it's supposed to be three days on and then one day off and then three days on. That's how the whole thing has gone. But since it ends on two days for whatever reason, um, I'm just going to go five more than what I did the other day. Mm-hmm. So I'll do 235 today. 235 squats in a yeah. day. Okay. Yep. 240 tomorrow, 250 the next day. And then we're done with the challenge. Are you going to ever do squats again? They, You know what's crazy? I am making sure that I pay attention to my form. I'm making sure that I'm going down far. I am pushing my knees out to make sure that I'm not like putting strain on my knees and doing anything weird. I am tightening up my muscles before I stand back up. Like I can feel it and I'm not sore. Hmm. And I've done a million squats. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know why that is. I don't know why I'm not sore at all. But I'm like, sometimes I might feel like a little something. But you would think that you wouldn't be able to walk at this point. And... No, I don't feel like anything. It just feels like a normal day. I don't know. So I don't know what that is. And actually, I did the workouts and stuff, and I wasn't sore from that either. And, like, you know, I'm using the highest weight that I can to maintain proper form, so it's not like I'm just, like, skimping out and whatever. I'm doing it. and I'm paying attention to my form, you know, keeping my core tight and all that stuff, and I'm not sore. So I don't know what that is. Maybe I just don't have a lot of... Uh, lactic acid being produced in my muscles that must be what it is <laughs> i don't know i haven't released lactic acid in quite a while what i haven't released any i haven't done any workouts or anything oh you you looked like no jody come on <laughs> that is i'm you're constantly perverted don't even look at me like that listen you you don't have to take it to this level jody you're better than that okay i was clearly discussing my muscles and how my muscles have not gotten very big in a while and released any lactic acid. Oh, my God. So, anyway, today you said to me, as you were putting your shoes on, how many squats do we have today? <laughs> and I looked at you. Team squat. And I said, what do you mean we? Because you have done zero squats during the challenge. Not true. And then, 
So when I said, what do you mean we? Do you mean how many squats do I have? And you were like, I did five squats. Yesterday, I did. Five squats. You got to start somewhere. Listen, here's the thing. My butt mass is about 0.7,000% less than yours. <gasps> what? less? I don't know what that number is, but it's more like 700,000 less. I don't even point seven. Listen, that's not, that's not a slight at you. Here's the thing. I have no butt at all. No butt mass at all. There's no, nothing there. You know that it's a genetic thing in my body. Mm -hmm. You have quite a bit in a good way, not a bad way. And that's that. That's all I'm saying. And you don't need to sit here and shake your head because the audience cannot hear you shaking your head. <laughs> That's true. They cannot hear me shaking my head. But I am shaking my head. But I am. You really enunciated, but I am. <laughs> so anyway, I'm almost on my squat challenge for my big old butt. And, um, and now it's six more days on. So I'm... I'm actually looking forward to the workouts and stuff, but I'm also at the same time, I keep saying, but I'm also, what the heck? <laughs> it's on, you got your butt on your mind. Oh my God. I'm also, <laughs> what? This is going to be the butt mass episode. <laughs> butt mass competition. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Oh man, do we have a, we, I think we'd have a title like that already. <laughs> not, not in the podcast. No. Um, but, oh, there's butt again. <laughs> Just talk already. No, I forget what I was even saying. What was I talking about? I don't know. I was talking about how I was... Oh, I know what I was saying. I was looking forward to the workouts and stuff, but I have to figure out a way to, like, put them in the schedule because right now I'm also trying to do spring cleaning like crazy and, like, really purge once and for all. So I was cleaning a lot yesterday. I did a lot of cleaning today and, like, doing deep cleaning, too. Like, I scrubbed out our dishwasher and cleaned all the screens and stuff like that. So... I need to get on a better schedule because I have no schedule whatsoever, basically. The only thing I have in a schedule is that I get up, I go downstairs, and I drink my coffee while I read a chapter of my book. And that's pretty much the only schedule that I really have. So I need to work on somehow figuring out how to create a schedule that I can stick to. Not even that I can stick to. I just need to make the schedule and stick to it. This and is, uh, let's see, so episode I know. It's 42, episode 42 of the same 37 of the 42 episodes, you said that you needed to make a schedule. Yeah, well, and I've been actively working on myself. I know, and I'm proud of you. So I have done the workouts every day for a week, which mm-hmm. is a big accomplishment. It's it doesn't accomplishment. sound like it, but it's, for me, it's a big accomplishment. You're working that booty. Anyway, and I've stuck to the squat challenge for 27 or 28 days or whatever it's been. That's a big deal, because mm-hmm. normally I would have been long done that. And I meditated a few times last week. So that's something that I definitely have to. I like to do my workout and then sit down and do the meditation. I don't know why I didn't do that last week. I think because my workouts, there was one day where I was working on um, our niece's birthday sign. I made like one of those big lawn signs for her. And um, I worked on it all day. So I didn't stop to do the workout. But I knew I had to get it done. And I knew how long it was. I had done the, like, daily moves that you do. I finished those, but I still need to do the actual, like, workout. And so I knew it was a 20-minute video, and I was still working on Miss Bella's sign, but it was 11.30 at night, and I was like, oh, crap. Time to get it in. And I ran upstairs. I did the workout really quick, and then I ran back downstairs and finished up the yard sign. 
So I made sure that I fit it in every day. So when something like a day like that where I'm doing all kinds of stuff and then doing a workout at like 1130 at night, obviously I didn't stop to meditate at that point because I needed to get right back to what I was doing. But that was the ADHD laser focus that we've talked about too. Like it was the day before I had to get it up on her lawn. I realized, oh crap, her birthday's tomorrow. I didn't even realize what day it was. And so at about one o'clock in the afternoon, I ran out to get all the supplies that I needed. And I started crafting this huge sign that I had to cut everything out. I had to attach stakes to the back of everything. I had to paint everything. I did end up having the girls help me a little bit with painting just like the plain letters. Um, But I had to paint an avocado, a panda, a basketball, and a soccer ball. And stars and hearts and get them all and plus cut the whole sign out that said happy 11th birthday bella and cut every single piece out and attach cut all the dowels in half to get them on the lawn as the or on the backs of the letters at stakes but i got it all done my mom's like you better hurry up and i was like this is how i operate you know that this is how i operate and you know that i'll get it done and she was like i know you will and i did and then i woke up Super early in the morning, and I ran it over to her house, and I stuck it in her lawn before she woke up. And it was awesome. Agreed. And I enjoyed doing it. But I wish that I could have that kind of focus with every single task that I have on my list. Yeah. How, I you, just, how do you just get don't. there? Although I did, for cleaning today, I found, um, through our friend's Instagram page, I found this cleaning hack page, this woman, and... I watched a bunch of her things and that's why I was like scrubbing out the dishwasher today because I was watching what she was doing and then I was following along and scrubbing it out and I I enjoyed getting it nice and clean. Nice. All right. Well, you got something to look forward to this week. (laughs) Uh, Do you ever hear the line, it's not your booty, or it's not your beauty, it's your booty? (laughs) Yes. That's from a movie. I know. You have both. trying to say. No, you have both. That's why I was just letting you know. (laughs) Letting you know you got both and I'm happy about that. I know I have a big butt. Our kids tell me all the time. Well, it's gonna it's getting better and better every day. It's amazing. <laughs> Just keep doing those squats and we'll keep making this podcast and hopefully you guys will keep listening. If you do enjoy this podcast, you can go to Apple or Stitcher or all those places and give us a rating. Leave a five star review if you can. Write a little message if you can. We haven't gotten to read any on air because nobody's said nice things about us because nobody <laughs> listens to podcasts anymore because they're all stuck in the house all day long. But that's okay. Hopefully people will be able to, to listen to this at some point down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, where else can they find us, Jody? Um, they can find us on Instagram. I am JLSav underscore eats. Trevor is Tremomi, T-R-E-M-O-M-E-Y. We are on, what's that thing called? Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Raising the Nuts one. And then Trevor is the same on Twitter. And I am Jody L. Savage, Jody with a Y. And you can also go to RaisingTheNuts.com, which has, has not been updated very recently. No. But I do have plans in my head. I've been writing... I've been writing in my head for the last four or five days. Okay. And I'm going to eventually sit down and type up everything I want to say. Okay. And it's going to be called, this is a little preview. Maybe we'll talk about this next week when I get this done because this will make me do it. Okay. It's going to be called Just One More. Okay. That's the preview. Okay. But that's not on Raising the Nuts. I'm going to put it on Raising the Nuts. Oh, you're going to put it on Raising the Nuts. It's a parenting article about Just One More. Okay. You also have a um, a really good vlog to make, a parody vlog that yeah. you're just not doing. Even though you said, if I talk about it now, everybody said they want to see it, so now I have to do it. And guess what? How long ago was that? It was yeah. like the beginning of quarantine, and you still have not made it. And the longer that you wait to put it out, the less funny it is. All right. We'll see. We'll see. You got to get it done. 
I know we're coming into the stretch now where I should have more time now that I'm more in a waiting zone with action slowing down. So yeah, okay. we'll see. All right. Well, <laughs> hopefully you guys out there in quarantine are staying close together oh my God. and touching each other frequently. And hopefully you guys are doing well and we'll see you next week. Bye. Don't know I'll be if I'm not free to take a lead.